It's out the gate. Shit's out the gate. We're out the gate. Shit's out the gate. Hello. Shit's out the gate. Lads, how are we? Good, thank you. Good. Good. Oh, we got headphones on. Yeah. We've changed the game. Back in the podcast. Jack just knocked mine out, but that's okay. Sorry, did it come out? It's it's weird. It's what did you say before? It's ASMR. Yeah. Feels like. But I can't hear anything out outside the headphones, so it's kind of different. For reference, for people sitting at home, we don't normally wear headphones, and today we are. The future is here. Twenty episode twenty six, I think. Twenty six in two thousand and twenty two. Unreal. It's December. December. Good year it's been. What a year it's been. Finally getting some uh, some nicer weather. As I look out to the grey clouds and and the rain on the way here, uh, but last time we caught up, Link, you were still in Perth. Mm, it certainly was. And now you're back. I am back after uh, a little hit of COVID as well. Uh, I thought you were going to say something else then. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, recap. How, how was Perth going? Obviously, let us, let us, let us hear the journey. Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, so that was the last unit of, for my master's degree, um, two-week intensive, just surrounded by um, – it's an international course of the people from all over the world – um, surrounded by like-minded people with some, yeah, we had some fantastic uh, presenters. So staff from the university or um, presenters in our field, obviously, of strength and conditioning performance um, from all over the country and internationally as well. So in terms of the two weeks, it was a, it was a monster. Um, it was pretty draining. It was 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, but, yeah, completely worth it because yeah i took a lot out of it as we were talking about yesterday jack oh well yes when i asked you what your takeaway was because i hadn't really caught up with you properly and you were saying that you spoke to the interns here at the rad center with the the intern program and uh yeah tell me what you're saying yeah it's uh so i met a really cool presenter sophia or dr sophia nymphius so she's uh as well she describes her the queen of speed in our industry um and in, from an engagement point of view, I don't think I've ever listened to someone as as great as her as coaching, instructing, um, and just being so knowledgeable. So I found whatever session I was in with her, I was just completely engaged the entire time, um, which obviously I, I have a fascination with speed and it's probably my biggest interest area in strength and conditioning. And yesterday, yeah, I presented a, an intern session which I've done before. This is obviously a new batch of interns, but based on um, acceleration, max speed, change of direction. And I felt so confident in my ability to connect with those interns, but also educate them from, a, a I would say, an elite standard. And I even said, if if I was a member of, or if I, you know, I would have been happy to pay to listen to that presentation yesterday. That's um that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, and from an educator point of view, like I, I do know how to engage a group, but that was the easily the most confident I felt um, doing so with yeah authority, I suppose in this in this field, which was yeah pretty cool. Congratulations! That's that's a great achievement, and, and yeah, I hope I hope they felt it. I'm sure they did. Yeah, I'm hopefully. gutted I missed it. Did you hear it, Tim? I didn't. <laughs> I normally sit in on all of those, and I. I was a bit tired yesterday, and now I am today, so if I ramble, that's probably why. <laughs> Tim's six coffees deep, and it's only 12.30 in the afternoon. You've had six coffees? No, he's had a, a bit of inflation on that. Five. Four. I think it's four. 
Oh, it was mm. four at about ten o'clock though. So you're not someone though who goes, "Oh, don't talk to me until I've had a coffee." Or are you? Are you that dude in the morning when you start no. early? No, no, I'm fine in the morning. It's it's just normally if I work several mornings in a row, and it gets to the afternoon, and like if I've been busy with the boys or whatever external to that, that's when I'm buggered. Talk, talk to the man who knows all about speed over here. <laughs> oh, different kind of speed. <laughs> but you've both been well, obviously, which is good. Uh, I um, got some cool things going on at work in a, in a professional world, and and then home life is going good. Just keeping consistent, I think. That's that's the, the mantra for this year. And, and then now Shane, um, one of the, the incredible physios here at the Rad Centre, said, do you want to do the Queenstown Marathon? And I just did, yeah. But not next year, the year after. But I reckon we could sway him into doing it next year because that's a nice trip mm. to Queenstown. Be a nice little business trip for us. Yeah, yeah, true, exactly, yeah. <laughs> Put it on the card. Yeah. Um, what about your run last weekend? Oh, yes, uh, the Mount Trail run. I, I toured the Mount um, just out of Beaufort here in Victoria. Beautiful. Heaps of fun. Lots of climbing. Um I think I was sharing with you, Tim, how snappy and, and kind of short I got after, well, while I was in the run, about 5Ks from the finish. I think I just, I don't know, my mind just started kind of wandering a little bit and I was snapping at my dad. And this is the first time we've run a trail, a, a harder trail race where I kind of lost my call. And I was like, why am I being snappy? Because I'm not used to running off someone else. Mm. I'm not the fastest at, by any means, but I like to go and get it done, bear my own head. And I was just being real short and angry, and I was like, far out. You're a dickhead. Like, you're out here in nature. You're doing some great exercise, you know, having a blast with your old man. And then I was just being short and snappy, and then I just had to check myself um, quite quickly. But, yeah, I can uh, can see how you wouldn't want to hang out with me if I was being an arsehole. And I was like, fuck, I'm actually an arsehole. You know, so I just had to put myself in check, but it went really well. Really good event, uh, beautiful weather, scenery. Would go out again to see the scenery. Don't really want to do the mountain climbing. <laughs> it was like it was like sixteen plus k of just up. It wasn't fun. I don't like uphill. Don't really like down. <laughs> just the flats. Just give me the flats. <laughs> you know? Actually, you know what? Give me just the couch. Give me the gym. No, 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 no. We love the feeling. Um, Tim, how are your giants? How are the boys? I saw your uh, your other half, your fiancée, put up a photo on social media. I know you're not on social media this year, and uh, we'll touch on that later. But with your boys, bro, they're getting big. They're getting very big. They're getting, they're getting adult. Yeah, and I think like when you see them every day, you don't realise. And then it just takes looking back at a photo from a year ago or six months ago and being like, oh, shit, they, they've grown a fair bit. Um, but no, they're doing well. Had a little illness last week, but um, back into it now, which is is good. Back on the right track and um, all sorted with work for for me and Sarah, which is nice not to have to stress about organising shifts and all that sort of stuff. You go, uh, you'll go to Warnable to see your family for Christmas. Uh, no, we'll go to Sarah's mum's to the up near Cobram. Cool. So we actually had um, a family Christmas. In Warnable this weekend, just gone. Um, so it was good. Um, went and saw all that side of the family and had a good time, had a, a nice lunch, and yeah, that no, was good. Good. Yeah. Good. Christmas is a good time. I think uh, 
as we get older, I feel like it's all about, yeah, just family. Family and just relaxing and being grateful for that stuff. Because we don't do, what do the Americans do? They do uh, Thanksgiving. That was what, a few weeks ago? Last Last week. month? Last week or the week before. Yeah, where they kind of just eat food and give thanks, where it's like, ah, we can just do it at Christmas. Boys, I've got the uh, the hat over here. The hat of questions. Well, not questions, just kind of talk topics, just to bring some thought to the table. What is the most beautiful place you've been? Anywhere. That is a great question. And the first thing that comes to mind is Yosemite um, in America. Have you been? I've, I've been to Yosemite, no. Didn't do Yosemite. Yeah. Did a few other national parks or state parks, but no, not Yosemite. Yep. Um, so I, like I, I love my rock climbing and used to be really into it and um, everything like that. So when I was over, obviously on the States and the, the West Coast, uh, I had to get over to Yosemite. Um, the issue was that when I was actually working in the States, they were suffering from those uh, catastrophic bushfires at the time. Um, and Yosemite was closed uh, the entire time I was working on the East Coast. And it wasn't until... I reckon I was in San Francisco probably three days before I was supposed to get potentially down to Yosemite um, and it opened up and it was just like this amazing, I don't know, I just felt like oh, I would be so devastated if I couldn't get to this point and it just happened to open back up. The bushfires um, were under control and yeah, I, was, I strolled in there and spent three days in there just doing some walks and um, the Yosemite Falls walk is where you finish on top of the, what's a, a waterfall and you can look over in the entire valley. Um, you can see the half dome, which is a, a very famous climbing wall and just absolutely everything in it. And yeah, that's definitely the most beautiful place I've ever been. Tim, where would your mind go? Uh, went straight to Boston, Lansdowne Street, just outside of Fenway Park. Um, yeah, just walking through and, and seeing the stadium that you sort of wanted to see your whole life and, and looking up and everything seems so real and like you see like all these masses of crowds on movies and stuff walking through and all the big banners and all the championship banners floating around in the shops and the hot dog stands and all that sort of stuff. Um, and it was just, yeah, exactly how I pictured it. And then obviously going into Fenway Park, um, going up on the – green monster the wall where you can see over the whole field and over all of Boston and um, yeah I've seen some pretty scenic places I suppose um, I don't know like State Empire Empire State Building Top of the Rock all that sort of stuff in, in America um, and like islandy sort of stuff Great Barrier Reef all that sort of stuff but that's that's the one that stuck out I reckon yeah, the, when I think of the most beautiful place, I think Jasper. Um, it's in uh, British Columbia in Canada. A beautiful ski town, very, very small place. But there's this swooping train track that goes all the way through this town and it's um, a uh, transport train, not not people transport like coal and, and whatnot. And it's so beautiful. It just You can see this valley of just, you're in this valley of, mountains and then there's the best ski resort there that you can see the town from the top of the ski resort and it almost feels like you can touch it um and some very good memories there uh, so that's when i i would i would think of most beautiful interesting uh, that all three of those were north america 
yeah. in the States or Canada. What's wrong? What's wrong with backyard? What's yeah, wrong surely with Surely we've got something here. Well, no, we're not saying that things aren't beautiful here. I think we just, it's maybe the memory associated with the with the place. And the fact that we've travelled, we've made the effort to go to this place as well. Yes. That, I don't know. Maybe that contributes. But then we, we do know, like, well, let's bring it back local. We're we, something beautiful in Australia. Mine mine would be over in WA. There's a beach called Hillary's. And I remember going there, and it's like a harbour, and there's a, a an aquarium, and there's all these cafes, and it's just a different kind of pretty. I wouldn't say beautiful because it's still very commercialised, but it's got like a theme park there, mini golf. And then it's just this beautiful bay and this beach. It's just just lovely. Uh, where I grew up in Hillary's, uh, Jack. Hey, there you go. You grew up in Hillary's. Yeah, yeah. Yo. I used to hit, hit up Hillary's uh, most weekends for a swim and an ice cream. You know exactly where I'm talking about. Yeah, it's got the, the yep. little mini golf thing. It's like a little half-ass theme park. Yeah, and then the aquarium on the other side, and all the fancy boats. And it's a great little spot. It's nice with the bridge that opens. There's a bridge there that opens up. Yeah. <laughs> well, she, your Australia location. I'm struggling, I think, to be honest. <laughs> I honestly don't know. <laughs> Get this man another coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Mainline it. I'll take it then, Welsh. Yeah, we'll give you good. a couple of extra minutes to to think. Uh, I'd say Port Douglas. Um, obviously, that the holiday earlier this year with Grace was just yeah picturesque. The weather probably had a lot to do to influence that experience and the scenery, but to get out on the uh, the boat to do Great Barrier Reef, it was pretty cool. Um, to actually, yeah, that was the first time I've ever seen the Great Barrier Reef. Um, so be able to do that in beautiful weather, um, good temperature. Yeah, very, very lovely. Kings Canyon. Kings Canyon. Yep, up in the Northern Territory. Don't know how far up or where, but very uh, big, big rocks and big nice, canyon. Nice little... So. Water flowing in the middle. Got to swim in it, nice and crisp and clean. Yeah, drink drinkable like Probably that not. flowing. No. no, okay. Boys, this one's a harder one. We'll go a little bit deeper. One up. What person in your life brings you the most joy? Now I'm going to go first. Me, I give myself the most joy. Uh, I I when I saw this question, I was like, holy shit, how do I answer? And then I thought, no, you, Jack. Actually, you really enjoy your own company. And isolation, uh, when I did 15 days in a New Zealand hotel room, coming back from um, traveling the world and stuff, doing that during COVID, I was like, actually, you know what? I enjoy my company. So I can answer that. I bring myself the most joy. Sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, ah, oh, fuck, Jack. You're boring yourself. I think, I think I'd be similar, to be honest, Jack. I'm a big believer in that. Um, for you to be happy and for the people around you to be happy, it, that's got to come from when, within you first. Obviously, yes, you can absolutely rely on the other people around you, but pure happiness comes from you emitting that happiness. And there's a fantastic TED Talk on YouTube that looks at the social networks that you create and whether you're, if you're a positive person, um, that can transfer to a, an associate or a friend. Um because you're passing on some of those good energy and that, that vibe, that friend then passes it on to their friend and you can end up influencing not just the people you know, you know, people's friends of a friend of a friend of a friend. And I think that's pretty powerful. So yeah, your interest, your happiness, your joy um, that you give out 
obviously can influence so many more people as well. You got to go the kids here. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say I'd be pretty hard pressed if we go Sarah and the kids. Yes. Uh, yeah, can't can't pick one of them, but yeah, obviously make me very happy as a collective. Yes. Well, that's your that's your family. Yes. That you made. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Crazy. I would say you would emit happiness that then reflects on them as well, Walshy. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Well, yeah, because if dad's in a stink mood, then the boys could pick that up, you know. Well, I remember if my dad was in a bad mood and I was younger, oh, shit, dad's in a bad mood. And then you kind of tiptoe around it. Uh, we won't go that one. That one could get a, that one could take us away for a little bit. Uh, what do you love most about your home? Mine would be having one. <laughs> well, I still rent, but mine would be just having one. You know, I, I do lose myself, and I think I've touched on it before. I'll be at home going, oh, fuck, I want something bigger. I want a nicer shower. It's always the shower. I like a big stand-up shower. My one is just this old 70s kind of 80s style. That's a big 10-year gap between there, but it's, it's an old-style shower, and I hate it. But it's like, actually, well, I've got a house. So I'm just I'm just happy that I've got somewhere to stay. He'll be impressed when he says a shower at the new house. <laughs> hey, have you got a big shower? Double. Oh, can you lay down in it? Yeah, oh, oh. like it's legit the the width of the room. Like I think it's two and a half meters or something. A shower at each end, massive like waterfall thing, and then a little hand thing that comes off. There's a shelf, like terrazzo tiles up to. Sort of shoulder height, and then there's a shelf the whole way along. Oh. It's legit. Congratulations! Thanks. You've made it. Yeah, yeah seriously, <laughs> seriously. That's that's you know because how that's do you? That's when Jack knows he's made it when he's got a massive shower. <laughs> yes, the the the, the rainfall one, yeah. and then the handheld one with the jets, and yeah. um, yeah. Mm. Was that answering your question though? Yeah, was that your shout? So what's that's your favorite yours at, at your house? That's not yours at the moment. No, it's definitely not mine at the moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what would it be at we the do moment? We do have a big shower head and it's a walk-in one. But, um, oh, I, I think it's probably not anything structural. It's probably just some memories and stuff in there. Um, like it's it's a nice enough house at the minute, but obviously we've been wanting to get out of there and go bigger and better. Um, but, yeah, just like seeing the boys grow up in there and, yeah, that's probably the main aspect. The memories. Mm. I, <clears throat> I'm location of the house that I really enjoy because um, as grim as it sounds, I'm actually next to a cemetery, um, but I can't see the cemetery. There's this big sand wall that uh, separates, uh, you know, my house, the road and the cemetery. But down below that, um, so my house is on like a top of a hill and I actually overlook this beautiful little lake um, next to the cemetery and it's just so peaceful and not being surrounded by a house on either side which i have grown up in um just having a whole you know the the front corner and my whole right side of the house is just nature and a, a beautiful lake it's quite yeah peaceful there's a there's a chair in my bedroom that sits in the big bay windows that we can yeah sit down chill out just look over that beautiful 
Beautiful. Now, boys, before we call it quits, uh, Christmas, New Year's, things are coming up. We'll probably probably get another episode in before we wrap it up. Maybe maybe some a beverage or, or even just a tea. We don't have to have a beer. But to celebrate, well, that'll be, that'll be 27. Mm. Yeah, 28. A mocha. We'll get a mocha. Sounds, sounds beautiful, Jack. So yeah, we'll, we'll we'll touch base next week. But uh, yeah, it's good to see you both as always. Obviously, Link was away for a while. You had COVID. Um, I thought you were um, still over there when I saw your social media. Mm, there you go. Uh, good to have you back. But I, I actually, I just want to say, you've come back with a a real z- a zest, a real pep in your step, bro. And I don't know if you, if you notice it. I definitely notice it. Your team here at the Rad Centre. I hope notice it, <laughs> but I, I feel you've brought this energy back into the building. Not that the energy was gone, but you've brought this, I don't know, this in the uh, Jewish culture they say chutzpah, which is like a made-up word for like pizzazz and zing, and it's just, and I used to get told, oh, you've got chutzpah, and you've come back with a lot of that, and uh, I definitely feel it. I think the members, when I was here the last few days and you've been working with them, definitely feel it, so um, thanks for that, because it's nice to, to, to have that... Um, that oomph back in and it kind of resets us getting ready for the end of the year and then we're off to the new year because it's a silly season and far we eat, drink and, and binge during this time. Well, we can. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't fuck anyone else. I, I binge way too much. I'm like, yeah, it's Christmas. And then you're like, oh, it's New Year's. Oh, it's February. <laughs> still still overweight. Ah, Get them next year. <laughs> Awesome. Oh, shot boys. Great, great. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, boys. And uh, maybe instead of a mocha, we can go on amino energy and get those bubbles flowing early. Shuts out the gate. 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 Shuts out the gate.